Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 12th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just uh, sitting here out in the shed, listening to the, the sweet pitter-pattering of rain here in Central California. Always nice when, it, when it's raining out here. Why? Why is it nice? It's just That doesn't change, sound nice. Why change. do you want rain? They need it. It's for uh, the fires, for the drought. Yeah, you guys... We were out there together, you and Cameron, you Californians, don't stop talking about how much you need the rain, how great it is. I heard that like 25 times. Need it. We need the rain. Need it. They need that rain. Heard that a bunch last week when I was out there with you in San Francisco. So uh, that's cause for our missed Friday episode, by the way. I was flying back Thursday night and, you know, cross country, lose three hours, just like a disaster going uh, west to east. So we did not record. Isn't that the worst flying that way it's it's just it's horrendous i mean i got up i'm not even this is not a complaint i'm not moaning woe is me i'm just i'm stating the facts i got up at like six local to make this first basketball practice of the year at 6 p.m eastern six local 6 p.m eastern and it just, I landed with two hours to get there and like Dulles was just a disaster and traffic was a disaster and I was 15 minutes late. And it's like everything you do, like you this whole day, you're up at 6 a.m. and you're still like, you're not, it's not going to come to fruition because it took, you know, an extra hour to get the people mover to get me from my plane to my car. It's just like, it's just a mess. It was a little frustrating, but uh, yeah, it's, it's tough going east to west when you lose all that time. But basketball's off and running. You know what's not off and running anymore is my my survivor pool. I lost that today. We've got a little Cleveland, uh, Chicago, a lot of Chicagoans in it, by the way. And uh, uh, the one guy, uh, Pat Hanna, texted me this morning, texted the group this morning, and said, ironically, Baker absolutely nuked half the league with on <laughs> Thursday night. All these Clevelanders, just Baker coming back to knock them out as survivor. I was sitting pretty. I made a last-minute call, quarter to one Eastern today. I switched from the Titans, who got blown out, to the Seahawks. And there we were, Sam Darnold. I was laughing at these guys, rooting on Baker, taking out everybody. And there we had another 2018 kind of castaway, draft class castaway. Who guy just who, put lo- me, guy uh, who lost the competition to Baker. Put me in a body bag and sent me home. And we were so close. We were down to like two guys. All I needed was to get through this week. I had it set up for next week. You know, I had somebody, an easy win next. And I just got bounced. And that's how Survivor goes. No one wants to hear about their fantasy team or Survivor. But so close to tasting that. Just enjoying the Baker Mayfield revenge. You might have been able to retire. Jamming all these guys. What's that? You might have been able to retire. I would have had a good chunk of change. Yeah. Would have had a a nice little extra, some Christmas cash for the kids who don't need it, but they don't need anything more. We had birthdays all weekends. I need no more crap coming in. How was Sky Zone or whatever that place was called? Zava Zone. It was a nightmare. It was terrible. (laughs) It's so bad. 
I don't want to go. I lots mean, lots of kids, lots of trampolines. There were a million kids, a million kids. I walk in, my blood pressure just went through the roof as soon as I walked in. I've never seen it like. Couldn't even can, get in the parking lot. We had can, we had five birthday parties across. My my two kids I, are back to back birthdays on the eighth and the ninth, and then we had friends' birth. We had we were running all weekend to birthday parties. It sucked. What? Can I tell a story? My, Two my daughter, of which we hosted and just are broke now because of it. But go ahead. What? My, my daughter goes to this tumbling class. It's just like they go. It's 45 minutes. It's tumbling sounds like too they you just, know, active a word for yeah, it. It's not, yeah. It's, yeah. I gotcha. Get, it's, all, it's all kids. Rolling around like on the ground. Two and like a half Jason years Day. old and yeah. younger. But yeah. there's some trampolines, right? And there's like rules on the wall about like how to be on the trampolines. And yeah. There's this guy that that runs tumbling, um, and anyways, I've I've gone a couple times, and I'm I'm walking on the trampoline that my daughter's on. Just she's like sitting down, and I'm walking towards her, and the guy like comes up to me, and he's like, you know, there are rules. You need to be yes, I love off, this off the trampoline, <laughs> and I'm like, um. I just was walking over to her, like, and I. Anyways, I'm like, okay, I know the rules. I love you getting jammed by the tumbling rules official. So, this is great. I know the rules, and he's like, listen, and he keeps going on and on about him. He's like, it's just not safe. The kid could get popped society. off. Could get popped off the trampoline easily. Like, so, anyways, I, I. I don't want anything. I don't want to de- have any problems. I just get off the trampoline, right? <laughs> About 20 minutes later, I look over. There's two kids on the trampoline. And the guy is doing all this bouncing bullshit. He's bouncing <laughs> up and down, like landing on his ass, bouncing back up with the kids on the trampoline. <laughs> Well, he's a professional. He works there. <laughs> but He knows what he's doing to ensure they don't I get was bounced walking. into him. I was walking across the trampoline to go sit down with my daughter on the trampoline. And this guy made an enemy in town. I need more. I know. I felt like I was being attacked. I felt like I was being attacked. And then I think he did it just to, just to, you know, come at me. Show off in your face. Just do his little tricks with the little kids as he's trying to double jump them into the ceiling. Tile. When I looked over and saw him doing that, I just, I, I about, it took all the restraint for me not to go over there and be like, hey, just so you know, there's rules here. You know, if, if you yeah. read to the right. You should have done it. I almost, I, I, I think I'm going to go this week to tumbling. It's the last one. I love going. And I think I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to pop him if he, uh, if he does it this week. God, jeez. Just a tumbling cop, like an overly aggressive tumbling cop, a tumbling class cop. That's fantastic. I love that. There are people who have their their foibles and hangups everywhere. That's, that's good content. I like that. All right. Let's get to uh, some golf. We've heard about our Survivor Leagues and the, our birthday party dramas and tumbling class. Should we do a little golf? Oh, we should note Club TFE. We announced this. We've not. We've recorded. We've not recorded, actually, since we announced this. But uh, it was officially live, what, Wednesday? Was that it? Wednesday morning? I think it was Wednesday. One, Thursday? Um, but yeah, if you go to friedegg.com, thefriedegg.com slash membership, you can sign up to Club TFE. Uh, We're excited about this. This is really uh, 
grateful for the response. Really, I don't, you know, I don't want to say humbled, but, you know, really appreciative of their early response. And we know, um, you know, there's a lot of subscriptions and things out there, but we feel like we're going to really bring some value and we'll have more on that. We're going to release some course reviews, why we're rating, how we're rating courses, what the blogs will look like. Um, but we're really excited about it. If you want to sign up, we do think it, it will be a unique product in golf w- with some real value for you. Yeah. We're going to put out a lot of stuff with this. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is, is, uh, writing and, and, and doing more. And I think writing about what you want to write about too, what you excel at writing about, in my opinion. And then also I I'm excited about fostering a little bit more community, providing a, a space that, uh, could, uh, lead to just more inane golf chatting. Tumbling and, uh, rules debate, yeah. maybe too. Ah, maybe no. I'll write a blog about that in, on the TFE <laughs> blog. How to how to uh, how to approach a tumbling instructor with, with no. a grievance. But thank you guys for the, for the early support, the kind words. Not a lot of you know. Every time you try something new, you expect some uh, you know mix of opinions. But I haven't seen a lot of that. We we hope you give a, some measure of trust that we will try to really bust our ass. We had team meetings last week in San Francisco, and we outlined a lot of you know, what we've done for this already and how we'll schedule it and plan it and what we're going to do this year. And um, I think there'll be a lot of good stuff. I'm Can biased, I say of this? course. Yeah. We're way too organized. Way too organized for the for my liking. This is, this think, is uncharted organization. I think some inside the territory. team would disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> Myself may be included. I don't know what that means. Can you be too organized? We'll see. For this one, I mean, we're taking people's money. We want to make sure it's good and we're, we're giving you something that you feel like you're getting value from. So thefriedegg.com slash membership. If you want to see more, there's a little video that you and I did. 120 a year. Uh, It comes out to 10 bucks a month and we're giving you a bunch of stuff for that. Um, And it's, it's exciting. Uh, You know, we're, we're going to take really, hopefully as uh, if it, if people like it and uh, it, it goes well, what we're, excited about is doing more and more there um that's that's the goal the goal is to do way more than what is right now on paper what we're doing month one so hopefully by month three or four it's it's even more than what we're what we're offering now but um thank you guys all for the support it's been been uh awesome and and we're really looking forward to getting this thing launched and uh and uh producing some uh cool stuff all right um speaking of cool stuff i think this falls on the realm the match was it match seven over on saturday night do you want to do you want to take us through this i had this on again it was birthday party central all weekend so we had folks over our house we put it on so it was kind of it was kind of interesting to watch with like a casual viewer audience right other like um a lot of wives and 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 other friends of mine who aren't like in the industry probably not golf nuts maybe not club tfe subscribers maybe they are soon maybe because they want to figure out where to play and how to play but um can can i just say one random thing yes how this is uh i just realized this because i was watching it with my daughter and i said that's tiger woods and then the next morning she's talking about like i want to watch tiger woods play golf and my wife's like, what? And I was thinking about it. How lucky golf is that like the most famous golfer of all time. It's like the easiest name to remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally. That happened with my kid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like my two and a half year old is like Tiger Woods. Like she, I said it one time and she remembers right. it because it's an totally. animal and woods, you know? Yep. And uh, it, it's just an interesting anecdote from my viewing experience. It's definitely helpful with the kids. And, and uh, uh, there's like a magnetism, obviously, about it. It's a name you don't really forget. Um, but yes, uh, it was a good, if not great, offering for the match. I thought it was particularly good for like the real hardcore golf geeks, this one. Um, you know, this was one for the golf fans. It, it was not for celebrities or a mix of celebrities and golfers it was night golf um with a mix of kind of contests that we're used to a little bit with this with this series but it was much more for the golf fan the person um already in the bucket who might like to see justin thomas execute some incredible shot making ability jordan spieth and it sort of unchained without like uh being able to hit all these sort of daring shots that that he conjures up in his head that Michael Greller tells him absolutely not or sometimes you know can't tell him no and it ends up in the water or wherever it may be but uh I thought it was a good one for the golf geeks which is probably what we fall into and most of this people listening to would you agree with that yeah yeah I think it was great I um you know I think with this I, I actually I think it was good I think it keeps getting better really um you see i don't what, know if that's but yeah it's better than it was but there are some that are misses and some that are but yeah i guess gradually over time it keeps getting i think better. they've like tightened up the product more and more and that makes yeah. sense right it's like the this was the seventh version of it and i think like from a production standpoint it's gotten better every time and sure. obviously like one of the things i watched some of it last night and then i i stopped to decorate our christmas tree and watch the rest in the morning it was really nice to watch in the morning because i just like fast forward through commercials on oh. every single hole like yeah, there's a lot of commercials that, i mean that was that's rough um it's it's slow moving and i think like that to me is where the only thing i would i would put like i think that it was great the format was really good i love the the one club challenge was fascinating um mm-hmm. that was really i like it worked really well with four really great golfers and you know i think like 12 holes was really good i think nine might even be better um you know i don't want to downsize it too much but like one thing i've always been waiting for is an undercard can we get two matches going can we get a match ahead that might be some like like give a little sugar to some guys that are rising stars um or people that you want you know you know to feature the yeah. Somebody like that. You know? Yeah. You could have Alker versus Bernie. <laughs> yeah. The... Sure. Sure. Um, um, go, but, go ahead. But the, I think like the thing about the, this whole thing is that it keeps getting better. And that's what's encouraging. Uh, obviously, I think with JT, Jordan Spieth, Tiger, and Rory, you had the best golf, pure golf for foursome you could ask for. I do want to talk about Phil in a little bit. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about Phil. I'll put that in the notes real quick. The haphazard, disorganized. This is not a, a place show where we excel in organization, but I'll mention Phil. Uh, you mentioned Tiger. He did not look good. That was one thing. The casual observers in the house that I was, where we were having our party, birthday party, two-year, three-year-old birthday party, like Tiger looks terrible. I was like, yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of how he's looked all year. But he looks extra terrible. I was like, ah, 
Yeah, I guess. Like he couldn't play last week. He's using <laughs> his club as a cane. And I saw the way the way it was framed, like we haven't seen him since the opening, the open. And the way we frame it now is like he's got a long way to go. There's work to be done. He was rusty. He he it, it's it's gonna be a while till he's like he's a long way to go. But like I don't know that that's the way we should look at this anymore. It's kind of just is what it is now. It might be who he is and how he's talked about it. And he's gonna he's just winning a seventy two hole golf tournament walking is gonna be I think the term he used is catch lightning in a bottle, yeah. which, which may not be probably not possible. Um, so I just think the way we frame it as he's got a long way to go as if he's just like this is his first event back after a torn ACL is just not uh, a proper framing and it's more like Tiger is not does not look good and, and probably won't again. So anyways, just a quick Tiger thought. We don't need to do too much. He had the speed. Uh, listen, the speed all, was there. What that's you heard about. all that really matters. I think from the, the sense of he's going to play four round four tournaments, five tournaments a year. All right. It's going to be painful to watch it. The joke about, you know, when Chuck was talking about JT's calves and, and then JT said something about Tiger's calves and he's, he said like my one calf is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. he legitimately has like, I don't think it, you know, I don't think he has much of a leg. Right. Right. It's and, bad. and that's going to be a limited, but the fact, the simple fact is, is that, him hitting like 176 ball speed was really all I needed to see to say like, okay, there's some hope. I think when we see him like hitting 160 on the, on the, like when he, when he's the pitcher hitting 82, <laughs> he's Jamie Moyer hitting 82. <laughs> like junk that's, balls. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm going to be like seriously alarmed. Like, to me, when he's hitting 176, it at least assures you that he can put together one or two good rounds, right? Sure. And the reality, like, we're in the same exact spot we were last year after April. the Open, right? Open, yeah. Like, sure. we're, we're, nothing has changed. The guy's got plantar fasciitis. Like, if anybody's <laughs> ever had that, it's, it's quite painful. Like, so, you know, it's actually, like, one of the worst injuries, right? Because you... You know, it's one of those ones where like nobody knows how much pain you're in unless you've had it yeah. done. Like I imagine right. I could see if like if you're married, your wife or your your husband, you know, being like, what I don't like, you know, it's one of those injuries that you'd never get any sympathy for. Yeah, right? your wife or husband's <laughs> like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's so like the fact that he's out there, it, it, it I mean, like even anybody that's like track steps, right? Even when you ride in your cart. You take a lot of steps when you play golf. Sure. One other thing about the match. How about all the carts? How many carts do we need for four, four guys to play golf? A lot and of for carts. us to televise us? A lot of golf carts. I mean, there's a lot of... You, you praised the production there at the top. I think a lot of it's related to that. No. no? There are all those VIPs. Like, Does every VIP need a cart? Can, can they not walk? Inside the ropes. Well, it gives it like a what a, a shootout at the member guest feel, where all the people get in carts and are just bounding down the fairway behind the the players. Did you see some of the aerial commentary? shots, overhead shots? A little Did bit. You see yeah. like sixty yeah. carts. It's like what? Yeah. And then they're yeah. backing up. They're in the way all the time. <laughs> they need a tumbling 
the rules enforcer out there to, to manage the carts. So you need your tumbling guy. Get him out there. Get in the clearing the carts out like he cleared you out of the paint. Um, uh, I did. Uh, it, it sounds, they, could I read, some, they could get some overzealous uh, volunteers from abroad. I, I know I, I ran into some this year over there abroad. <laughs> the RNA? The open? You yeah. just you try to make an oblique reference? I'm just gonna put that out there as we're being shaken down for you know fees. Um but I I read uh I read Golf Digest, Christopher Powers was down there on site. And uh it sounds like a complete nightmare to even try to follow in person. Like complete disaster. You have no idea, like you don't even know what's the one club hole. They're jumping from holes to hole. Like it's impossible to keep up and follow on site. Uh, so I guess that's probably maybe plays you a part eat, for the carts for all the VIPs. You know what they need? What? They need a good MC. A good MC. You know who could uh, fill that r- void? Billy Boy? Carson Daly, Rory's <laughs> ex-podcast partner. I think Rory's probably seen enough of Carson. Who knows? <laughs> maybe they're, I don't know. Maybe Is that still going on, a golf pass? <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't heard did we live, we Did we outlast Rory and Carson? The shotgun start, uh, uh, and our you know our, our amateur production and all this stuff. We outlasted the big bold one could Carson one, Daly. One could say maybe that we're more successful podcasters than Rory. <laughs> Suppose you could say that. Um, yeah, they do need an MC. I guess it does sound it's a, it's not made for an in person kind of viewing experience, right? It's all for TNT and TV, so. Uh, but I think that that plays a part in the VIPs getting carts. That's why I brought that up. Any other reactions? I, I'll say a one for me. And uh, just watching it kind of in and out of the room. Uh, we've been critical of Justin Thomas quite a bit at, at various times for different things. Not golf related, but just various times here. JT's incredible. He is a... Is there some forced, like we, we say the word thirsty a lot? Yeah. So there's some forced stuff in this, and there's some jokes that don't land. But he is a first-rate performer. He is a performer. He's a performer with his golf clubs. He knows how to perform on the mic. Not, not like flawlessly, but he tries. He has some personality, some zip. He is a performer at the Ryder Cup. He knows this is made for TV. At the Ryder Cup, it's a different kind or Presidents Cup. Even in this past year, there's like an intensity, and yeah, of course, like is it within the grip thing and doing that stuff like pisses people off. But like we are really, it is so much better with him involved on all facets, whether it's shot making, uh, you know, uh, made for TV hit and giggle like this, or like the white hot competition of a uh, of a team event. Like golf is better with Justin so much better for having JT in it as a performer, as a player. Yeah. I, you know, I think he was probably the best. There are some weird tiger moments. Like when he didn't, he didn't refuse to tell, um, I forgot who the on course, uh, uh, reporter Catherine was Tappen, Tappen, think maybe Catherine yeah. Tappen refused to tell Catherine Tappen what club he was using for the one club. I thought that was really weird. <laughs> you know, like everybody had weird moments. Like Rory, it seemed like he was kind of like not really sure where to jump in. Speed yeah, was, was interesting, pretty good, but like JT and Chuck kind of carried it. Like He's the banter good. between the two of them, 
And yeah, like some yeah. of it's corny, some of it's forced. Oh it's yeah, all, it's, some he's of the trying. stuff was he's awful. He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> but but then like the shot making on top of it, I think is like the other aspect of it. Like the shot he oh. hit to close it out, obviously like it helped his partners eight feet away. But like yeah. nobody else is hitting that shot. Like he's hitting like a hook spin wedge. That thing that, was that was incredible. It was like one of the best shots I saw all year. I, I'm not that, like I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. That was like one of the coolest shots I've seen a professional golfer hit this year. That felt like a, a little peek into them, just how they screw around when they're at wherever medalist or somewhere in South Florida, and it's like Tiger showing him like every shot, and he's with Ricky even too. You know, where they're just trying stuff. And we got to see that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If I were to tell you that we're going to get rid of 20 PGA Tour events and give you 10 of these. Sounds like a lot. Okay. 10 of these? 10 of these on, on weekends. One day, maybe there's like eight players. We're going to get rid of 20 tour events. We're going to give you 10 of these. Would you be happy or sad as a golf fan? I'd be fine. 20 seems like a lot. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Would you be? Are you eager for this? We're going to get this TGL thing. I just, I, I think that this would be. This what you just said is the reason why I think this would actually be a win for golf fans is because like it gives you a lens into like what they're doing now. Like when I say get rid of 20 tour events, they become corn fairy events. Right. And we still have those. Sure. Right. Sure. And maybe okay. we actually televise the, the 200th to 500th best player in the world playing, you know, like maybe that's, yeah. we do that. But like, I think it makes a lot of sense for, from the tour standpoint, like if, if you're if you're one of the best players in the world, which is what the sport's becoming more and more about, right. I think this makes a lot more sense because you go like the FaceTime, <clears throat> like you know, like what you're just talking about, like just J- J- Justin Thomas last night probably won over a lot of people and got more new fans than he, you know, even winning the PGA did. Game. And he brings a little bit out of Spieth in a way that, you know, like Spieth feels more comfortable to be a little goofy, obviously, because they're, they're so close and, and JT does that, in my opinion. But yes, I think J- Justin Thomas won over a new collection even that he probably didn't previously have. So. But these things are like, I I don't know. Like, I felt pretty satisfied for golf on like a weekend, like when it doesn't matter. Like, would I rather... Would I rather watch this or the or the? I don't want to go after your Sanderson. Would I rather watch this or the RSM? I like that. Throwing out the RSM for me, putting on a meatball over the middle. Yeah, of course. And the same goes like you start going on the schedule. It, it, it golf. We just get worn out by basically. I don't know. I want to say like July first, June fifteenth, somewhere in there, right? And after that, it's just sort of like I don't know. We've had a lot of golf since January. Televised yeah, golf, like one of these on on a Tuesday night in July at seven p.m. when there's nothing going on. Sure, playing on dead, the West Coast. Dead sports time. Yeah, 
I, I think it would be even, you know, like this weekend hit perfect because there was no football on, you know? Were you? There's, yeah, it was. Oh, it was amazing. There was this Heisman Trophy ceremony. That was it. You know, there's nothing else going on. So, um, what else do you like from this week or did like or not like? You, you mentioned it with format okay. It's just like a best ball with occasional games like one club challenge, things like that. I'll keep holes. saying like alt shot to me makes the most sense for this. Talk about then having to just wait for commercials, right? I mean, well, I, mean, I think that's why they got to like, get that undercard going. They need, yeah. you, get, you get two matches going and it, it's like, it would be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. What about Phil? What do you want to mention about Phil? You say you want to talk. So he was tweeting. He tweeted. So he tweeted. I, I think this will it. be a fun exercise here. Do you know how many tweets he's sent since the February debacle? Of the quotes, the scary MFers. Quote yeah, we just covered leverage. him in the year in review. Um, how many tweets? Less than, I want to say less than like 20. Something like that. He sent 10. Okay. All right. Well, he's so, completely dark, as Bryson put it. Completely or dark. For sent, a few months there. His first tweet after the after the quotes came out <laughs> was a statement. So it was okay. the, the non-apology. The apology, yeah, yeah, yeah. His second one <laughs> was another apology, but also... Announcing that he's ready to come back. He's going to start playing with Liv. So that was in June. And he didn't tweet again until September 2nd. He started to get his sea legs under him, like Boston or something, I want to say. He started to kind of get himself back in Twitter fingers. He, he, this tweet was a retweet of Bob Herrig's interview with him. Oh, okay. A timely okay. thing that I came across in your review research was a it was a was like a Nostradamus Garrett Morrison tweet of of I'm looking forward to seeing which journalist lands the first Phil Mickelson exclusive and their and what they like the the tone of it is effectively like what they did in the in the lead up to it. <coughs> okay. Anyways, that is the next tweet. His next tweet. September 2nd, second tweet of the day. Is He's retweeting Greg Norman tweeting about his calves and the shorts policy. The shorts policy. Always the one for shorts content. So he's so promoting live. Like, yeah. So yeah. let's let's just get in the in in the in the categories here. Statements? And promotions will live. Two promotions will live. The the okay. Bob Herrig tweet was titled, Phil speaks on the PGA Tour's response to live with a quote, I'm happy that top players are being listened to. That was the tweet. So, promotion of live, promotion of live. Next one. He tweets, yeah. loving Bangkok. Course is in incredible shape and it shows. Promotion of live. Promotion of live. Bangkok tourism, maybe. So he's so he's got financial interest in live, right? Yep. All right. Next tweet, October eighth. This is a day after the Bangkok tweet. Just saying, winning and getting my game back to where I want is it is a process. Today's final round of Bangkok will be a great test to see how close I am playing the way I believe I still can. He's tweeting over a live video of the drive today, promoting live. 
Next one. The high flyers are flying high, leaving Bangkok in a private jet. <laughs> Time for a late season push before we get to the team championship in a few weeks. Here we go. Promoting live. Okay. Next one. Played a little golf with my man Peter Tooney at the Grove. Now off to talk golf at Doral with a small commentating cameo. Hope you enjoy. Promoting live broadcast. Next one. A thank you. Uh, thank you to my fellow players, fans, teammates, and especially everyone at Live. I'm so proud and happy to be a part of this evolution in pro golf. So he's tweeting about he's Live just again. evolved into like this terrible like RSS feed of Live promo. All right, next one. No, no personality. Next one. He's tweeting over the top for Wellness Coffee, his uh. coffee brand. There's some interesting articles. Was it an article? Was it a paid for article? No, it was or a was video. It just a a okay. video of him. There's some interesting articles on Four Wellness Coffee appearing in otherwise reputable journalistic organizations this summer and spring, uh, fall, <laughs> I should say. Just random articles about the how great Four Wellness Coffee is. But go ahead. All right, this was just pure so, promo. Before, yeah, he said he another pure promo. Promoting. Okay for wellness now we come okay. to december 10th that was on november 3rd we've gotten to december 10th 37 plus days later or 37 days later i think that math's right no tweets no, in between here i'm proud to have been part of the creation of the match today will be fun funny and insightful version and I'm wishing Tiger, Rory, JT, and Jordan all the best. I'll be watching it on J uh, TNT, and I hope you will too. Now, one could say Phil is taking the high road. Right. Just trying to say enjoy Just, the golf. I love the match. Enjoy it. Being a watch good guy. Rory. Yeah. Go watch my friend Rory. Tiger. This this pattern of tweets, however, would lead me to believe that Phil has a financial interest in the match, which is why we're getting a tweet from him. Do we know that? I don't I mean, know. I know it. he was very close <laughs> with some of the big wig producers behind the scenes that, you know, originated this thing that may or may not be with it anymore. Like executive producer types. The way the, the it became a franchise with him always involved until this one would yeah. lead me to believe that there was that he has some interest plus this is just my this is just my hunches this is a hunch plus his tweet pattern yeah he's proven since his incident that he's not going to tweet unless he has a financial reason to tweet yeah the least yeah that is true it's interesting i i would i i mean i would Rory and JT and Spieth and even Tiger, because Tiger, I would assume, also probably has that same, if not greater, interest if, if Phil has one. I would think Tiger that they came in together way back when, four or five years ago when this thing started. Would they even patronize such a thing that if it could benefit Phil in any way? Are we sure Phil has a stake? He may. I don't he know. I, the I, tweets, I, I don't the know. you're reading the tea leaves on the tweets. You think he's got he's getting a little bit of cut if the match stays alive. I don't think he's doing this out of the goodness of the heart of his heart. <laughs> and also yeah. think about what Tiger 
Rory and JT have said about him this year. They do not like him. They do not like him at all. I don't think. I don't think Tiger has much respect for what Fell's done. But uh, saying nothing of the others as well. That's interesting. Uh, it's a, probably a pretty proper reading of, of his Twitter activity. What I should add, those are just pure tweets. Now, there's other Twitter activity he's oh. engaged in recently. Yeah. Replies. He obviously replied to, I think, Kyle Porter about the tax forms and this, that, and the other. And he's likes. You can like certain things. He is liking tweets from people who are purely speculating, pure rumor guessing that Billy Horschel was a player referenced by Hank Haney in a podcast somewhere that that turned down $55 million or asked for $55 million from the Saudis and was turned down. And Phil basically hinting via Twitter likes that it was Billy, that there's one guy Haney characterized as a guy who was rejected by the Saudis asking for 55 million, who now bashes anyone who goes to live and is a very big pro PGA tour player. Wouldn't say the name, but those who guessed on Twitter, Billy Ho were liked by Phil. What do you make of that? Pretty amusing. It's pretty, I completely, I, I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't have to knock me over with a feather, you know, like it just, I, I, I could see Billy Boyd being that way. I, I I don't know. I wish we got to see. I I wish we could see the other side of Billy. We've seen how he's antagonized Liv. I'd like to see Billy Boy pro Liv. Billy Boy. How he his, tried to his, his sidle up to him, at maybe potentially. Yeah. Well, you and know, how he defended. Rumors. You know. Yeah. Right. I'd love to get what he and Poulter were talking about on the green at Wentworth. You know, who knows? And they're all gesticulating to and fro. That's Phil's Twitter activity. Anything else on the match while we're here? We're good. But a good, a good night. Let's keep it going. Hey, Do more Pelican like this. Club. Yes. I don't think any any golf course would show well at night. Like it's not. If this it's is- crazy. The shadows, the lawn shadow. I mean, look, these guys are highest professionals of the highest order. Every little variable has changed, and it like impacts them. Of course, they were going to say it was like weird and different like when they change a little grain of sand they lose their minds at you know southern hills and things like that but of course it was going to feel a little awkward a little different they're still great players but yes so what are you saying it didn't look good i don't think any course is going to show well at night it's like super hard to like tell distances (coughs) because half of it's dark like it's hard to see things all i'm going to say and i don't i'm not going to talk about this much longer Man, the catch basins looked like they were just like giant sinkholes in the fairway. <laughs> Deep shadows. I mean, they looked like they were, it looked like New York City manhole covers were all over the fairways. Um, it seems like they're aesthetically, they're going for an Augusta aesthetic, right? Wall to, a lot of wall-to-wall fairway with the pine straw deal going on. I, I'm just suggesting aesthetically. It seems like that's what they're they're going for. But, and they got they got jackets um, just like Augusta uh, National. Yeah, but so the catch basins, the shadows really popped the catch basin, <laughs> yeah. brought out the best of the worst, more or less. And then you saw all these balls ending up around them. <laughs> well that first hole started like it right (laughs) with the drivable par four and then they all sort of climb the top and roll back into that basin aside from Roy that's funny 
That's good. I like that. I don't doubt a lot of people caught that besides your eye like that. Um, Rory was oddly like just muted. Right? I mean, we we like Rory because he's got some flair yeah, and personality. Yeah, but I don't think this is necessarily I, like the 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 format for him, right? We like did, him. You know, we like him all right on the, the Seminole. Yeah, yeah. He did fine on the Seminole. I think he was just trying to kind of feel it out, let Tiger take the stage. But he was it's weird. Rory's been like the main guy all year and he was just sort of like a, a bystander. But All right, that's it on the match. I liked I liked when Chuck asked him moment if he had a whole one. If, if he had a hole in one, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> what kind of question is that? Guy's a professional thank, golfer. Thank God Charles Barkley didn't go to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been hard. Do we need to talk about the QB shootout at all? I don't think so. I mean, Tommy Tables and Sahit the Gala win. They clip Chuck Hoffman and. Ryan Palmer, just unbelievable good fortune in two man duo events. I mean, um, why does this event get so much coverage? I think it sucks. I have no interest. I'm not sucks. I just don't. It's fine. It can exist well, and they can keep doing it. I'm just not going to be super. What's up with the it. half in, half out on the co ed event? What do you mean? Can we just make it a full co ed event? It would have so much more juice. Why? Because like they have only like one LPGA player they a year. Have two. Like Lexi did it, right? Lexi's done it several times. Okay. Wasn't Le- yeah, yeah Le- Lexi and they had Nelly. Why don't yeah. you just go like rip the bandaid off and then this event has like real juice? Instead, it's just like a nothing burger. It's interesting that Horschel played with Jason Day. <laughs> Given what you said about Jason Day. Maybe thirsty for a little. Do you sugar think these? From do you think these? Te- I think these teams are kind of like randomly assigned to be. Oh, they're so honest. weird. So well, like Mav McDealy and, and uh, Lexi had press conferences. What do you know about each other's game? Nothing. <laughs> like they just met, and they're playing together. It's just why did they put them together? Well, I th- I think that's the whole. I think this whole thing, for unless like. I think if you're a newbie, I think this has got to be a racket. You get well. Let's go through the list, right? God. You got Mitchell and Spawn. I don't know if are they buddies. That may be Keith a like Mitchell. Sea Island thing or something like that. Is JJ Spawn a Sea Island guy? I don't know. Billy Horschel and Jason Day, random ass pairing. That's very random. McNeely and Lexi Thompson didn't know each other. That's really random. Cameron <laughs> Young and Steve Stricker. He got Corey Connors and Lee. Is that Husky Boy? Yeah, it's Husky Boy. <laughs> you got the you got the Georgia Dogs, Harmon Straka. That makes sense. Yeah, Stricker yeah. and Cam Young. There's a lot of odd odd Co- parents. Corda and McCarthy. I guess they're both South Floridians. Floridians. That might make sense. So they're like, yeah. Molinax like- and Stallings. That doesn't make sense. There's like a ten year age gap between those guys. One guy lives in Knoxville and the other guy lives in Birmingham. Well, that's close. They, I don't think they're buddies. Okay. You think Scott Stallings and Trey Mullinax are hanging out on weekends? It could be. <laughs> it could be. Homa and Kisner, like outside of outside of the uh, the President's Cup? Do you think that's, they're buddies? I, maybe they are. Yeah, two personalities, two Darlings of golf Twitter too. Yeah, you know, 
Hoffman and Palmer, I could see them being buddies. <laughs> I, love, I love how you're suspicious of all these just being fake. And then you get the Charlie Hoffman and Ryan Palmer just because they're too, like, I don't know, just two field fillers for 20 years, right? I mean, not field filler. That's disrespectful. The They've you're made talking about of, number the one Valero, guy Texas number Open one in the all Valero, time. I got Texas it. I got Open it. Power I got rankings. It. But I'm just suggesting, like they're they've had great long careers. They're very good, but just yeah, I love how you're not suspicious. Oh, they're buddies. They got to be buddies. They've been out there for a long time. You have time no together. basis for any of these. Any There's of these way more basis conjecture. than for the Mullinex right. Stallings team. I could see Mullinex and Stallings being friends. I don't know why you're suspicious of that. I, I, mean, I mean, I don't have any evidence to the contrary. Do I don't you think know. Mullinex is hitting the gym every morning with Stallings. No. No, <laughs> like probably not. Few you are. Think they t- What's the hoagie, the gala? Yeah, who, who are these so winners? What is going on? This. Where Leads did this come this. from? Do you think they're buddies? No, of course not. Where did that come from? This How is do the you PGA get tour. To be in this thing, I think That's the tour is question. just putting their thumb on the scale, telling these guys we need you out here. Fly to Naples, right? It's in Naples. And, you know, we're going to get you a partner and we want you on TV. We need you. Sahith, come out here and, and play. And we'll match you up with Tommy Tables and hope he doesn't hit the craps table too hard all weekend. So leave you high and dry. Are there but, casinos yeah. in, in Naples area? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably. I mean, there's probably an off the books one. I'm sure you could duck into the right doorway and find a game. You know, this was an, uh, hey, there's another example of uh, you don't want to run into Tommy Tables on Sunday. We've got our second example, second win. Yeah, there's a couple. There's uh, Hoffman and Palmer found out the hard way. There's a bunch one. of casinos. Oh, good. Well, there you go. We got all the old Midwesterners, all the snowbirds, the Midwesterners in their 60s and 70s from you know Ohio and Illinois and play Michigan living down there. Oh man, I bet some of these casinos would be a tough scene going into them. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's not like all almost all casinos. Let's let's not, you know. Do we have a casino wanting to sponsor the business here? No, I don't think so. But yeah. I mean, casinos are generally tough scenes. Almost, I'm not not all of them, but yeah, I'm sure. All right, that does it for our QBE shootout wrap up. Congrats to uh, Tommy Tables and Sahit Tagala on their silly season victory. Um, elsewhere, <clears throat> on a more serious note, the New York Times had an article on uh, with some internal confidential documents on i don't know if it's a feasibility study but it was a mckinsey study on live golf or at that time a saudi golf effort it is written by alan blinder and sarah uh hurtis it's not you know alan does some golf writing but you know this, these are you know investigative sports reporters investigative writers for the new york times it's a different deal than uh i don't know just it's it's outside the mainstream sort of golf media and I thought it was, I wouldn't say it was earth shattering. I wouldn't say it was like, it, it's a strong, well-reported piece. Like they got good documents, good details, and they put them through the light of day after I'm sure some vetting. Did it change anything dramatically of what I thought about live or how I thought it came about? Not especially. It does leave me feeling a little 
I feel like we've heard contradictory things on their aims from not them, but experts. This portrays it as a, as a thing that's clearly like sports washing, trying to launder Saudi Arabia's uh, image with, you know, a best case scenario kind of middle, you know, not great profitability, best case scenario. And they're not at the best case scenario. That was if they got all 12 top 12 golfers in the world, uh, major corporate sponsors, a TV deal. They're just not there. Um, so like the money uh, and from what I understood, like if we go back to that New Yorker article, right? Another article that was sort of outside the mainstream golf media reporting. After reading that, I took away from that one, like, well, they're not really, they're not really sports washing. Like, M, uh, Ben Sal MBS is like, you know, has given up on trying to correct his image. Like this, these were like diplomats and uh, international affairs experts speaking to the reporter in the New Yorker, being like, this just, they can't wash, they can't wash this anymore. It's not a sports washing effort because it's just so bad, and the Khashoggi thing is going to land you know, linger forever and their human rights, they're still executing people for being gay or crimes, this, that, or the other. It's not a sports washing thing. This, you know, very clearly outlines like profitability, maybe not being the primary goal or, or it being sort of a fantasy goal. Right. That's, that's what I took away. I'm, I'm just still, I guess I'm under, it, it kind of swung me back around to thinking that, this is a big image kind of a laundering deal. So, yeah, I think it shows that maybe they're in it for a while too, just based off the reports, right? They laid out these three options and none of them involve like getting out, like uh, pulling a ripcord in 2024, right? For everybody that's like, you know, like even options. Why? To, Why do you say that? Just because the fee, the, the study outlines best, worst, and yeah, till twenty eight for twenty twenty eight. Well, yeah. that just might be the study. That doesn't necessarily mean they can are I, committed to that. Can I lay out another thing? If you're yeah, if you're doing like a professional golf league and you want to, you know, lure the top talent, like maybe maybe you should have a look at McKinsey and say maybe they these guys aren't the best evaluators of golf talent. Because of the 12 players that they put on their like must have list, what was Hendrick Stenson doing? I saw on that. His? I saw what well, that may have not been from McKinsey, that right? It was. <laughs> they, it they ranked their top 12 guys. I'm What's sure that was just what? some Q score deal or something. <laughs> that could have been the Saudis guys. I think it was McKinsey. I did the Stenson. I was like, what? Yeah. I was reading. I was like, who were the 12? Hold on a second. Like, they. Stetson was like an important guy. I mean, I know he's won a major, done something, but maybe that, I don't know. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, in the most, this is from the article, in the most successful scenario, McKinsey predicted revenues of at least $1.4 billion in a, a year in 2028 with earnings before interest and taxes of $320 million or more. Um, by contrast, a league mired in startup status, which is the worst case scenario, they say. It'll just kind of be this, I don't know. Just trying to plug holes in the boat startup deal that doesn't really get more than a f- couple feet off the ground. Defined as attracting less than half the world's top 12 players, navigating, quote, a lack of excitement from fans and reeling from limited sponsorships and confronting, quote, severe response from golf society, stood to lose $355 million before interest in taxes in 2028. Uh, like, I'd say the gains on the best case scenario are not 
significant to the PIF, right? When we're talking about how billions and billions pushing trillions of dollars, that is. Neither are the losses, though, right? I mean, is that fair to say? Like, I know it looks like a lot of money. I guess they spent, you know, I think in the article said they spent $750 million this year. Like, the losses also aren't a lot in the eyes of the PIF, yeah. in addition to the gains. And so, like, yeah, I guess that is further supportive. Maybe they're just trying to own a sport that would enhance their image or at least their strength, their ability to put their thumb on the scale in various, you know, cultures in the Western world. So um, any other reaction to this New York Times article? I would say live having a lot of like serious reporters digging into their stuff is probably not good for them in the future, right? I mean, they've got like actual sharks in the water, like just, I mean, everywhere. I'm sure it's a big appealing story with a ton of geopolitical drama intrigue. There's a Trump element, like, you've probably got a lot of people poking around there and that's probably not good for their just not just this year, but forever. If people are really going to be interested in, in kind of digging in around that, but um, yeah. I, does it make you feel less confident in live more confident in their potential to stay uh, or neither? Not, I don't no think change. it changed anything. I thought of live. I mean, I don't want to dissuade people from right, reading it. I thought it, there was a lot of like, nuggets in there of information that i found interesting but overall like i mean i think i think we're in this for a little while you know i don't think they're going anywhere i am quite you know like norman talked about having the schedule set and all the players set by the new year and yeah. it's like here we are it's, it's december 10th <laughs> there's a well, are we getting more players? So we got Jed Morgan running back for 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Jed Morgan. I feel like I saw pushback on the Mayakoba thing. Did I see that come across my timeline somewhere that maybe that's not locked in either? Anyways, but you're right. I feel like we're not hearing a lot. Like we should, we were supposed to be hearing like things are getting shored up and we haven't. Um, the article outlines getting Tiger Rory was critical, absolutely critical. They're not going to happen. If I'm a PGA Tour like loyalist, so to speak, I'm probably a little heartened to read this, knowing that it's like they have just these fantasy. It's just a fantasy to make this profitable and make this a big time business. And it also makes you probably feel like you have a little more power than you thought. When you say no, it, it can really harm their ability to grow, harm their ability to get past this startup sort of, um, you know, lingering in startup bill. Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Let's just, if, if I'm a tour loyalist, I may be a little heartened by reading this just based on how much of a long shot it feels like, or maybe you're scared because money doesn't, money's, you know, secondary. So it's a, it was a good Sunday read and, and some real documents, some real reporting. Okay. Anything else before we sign off? No, nothing Good. else. Enjoy. Oh, we forgot to talk about uh, forgot to talk about Aki Stirdum. I that guy. Stirdum, one of the Dunhill. Aki, what a name that is. Aki. Aki. He's had like Aki Stirdum, nineteen First runner on the DP World Tour. Yeah, million runner ups. Yeah, but this is this is, I this is a from a Ryan Harrington article. This is total. I I you know I I don't. 
What? This is clickbait. Aki. It got me to Why click. Journeyman with 19 exclamation mark. Runner up finishes claims breakthrough at, at DP World Tour. On the victory. Sunshine Tour. Yeah. This, this is not. He didn't have 19 runner ups on the on the DP World Tour. Like, well, it's a lot of runner ups in any Yeah, tour. but hold on. He won. He won. The 2019 Vodacom, it was like the saving grace being a victory. It's not like this guy had 19 runner-ups and never won. That's what they construe in the headline. They got me to click, and I read the first paragraph. I'm like, wait a second. Is Aki short for something? What's going on there? Where do, How do you get Aki? Stridome. Is that a South African? Is that a popular South African name? Let's see. I can't find any further information about Aki. Like, what is, I don't, I mean, I, I don't expect to get his birth certificate when I Google Aki. him, but I can't All find right. his full name anywhere. Let's see. Here, here we go. He beat the Vald man by two, Adrian Otagwe, 18 under. So I don't see anything, if it's short for anything or it's a, a nickname, but Aki. Too bad he I, he should have played hockey. Hockey, the hockey. All player. right, all right, all right. That's it. That does it for this Monday episode. We'll be back. We got year interview in hockey. the can. Okay, hockey. This is names.org. The name Aki is of Japanese origin. It means big fellow. Is he big? He looks a little know. built. I don't know. All right, big fellow. All right. That does oh, it here, for this here, Sunday. there's another one. It's a Names. Dutch name. Uh huh. A diminu- diminutive wow, of Akert. Aki okay. Formnoji, uh, a Dutch football player, and Aki Van Gruen, a Did South African modern pent- pentathlete. What's a pentathlete? What? A pentathlete. What about it? What is what is a pent? What are the what's the pent? Isn't that the uh, ten right? Or is five? Five? Decathlon. Pen is five. De- yeah. Decathlete. Decathlon. I'm sorry, five. It's like shooting, what? you know, swimming, riding. I don't know a bunch of different stuff. Must I don't be think a, that's a South African decathlon. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? That's it. That does it for this Sunday episode. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday with a year interview. We have some good stuff already in the can. We have the players coming up. A uh, little Valspar, a little match play. May get through the Masters. Uh, we're going to try it's to keep this in fewer parts. What? These Aki's spell it O-K-K-I-E, and he spells it O-C-K-I-E. Well, he won the Dunhill, so I think he takes priority now. He's the proper spelling. Dunhill he looks pretty big. Steered him. He does look big, like a big fellow. All right. Kind of looks like Leishman. <sighs> sure. Sure, I'll go with that. Everyone do enjoy. He, do you think he's got more pop in the bat? He, it's hard not to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Mark, if you're listening out there. Or if you're not, I'm just kidding. Either way. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. Your review continues apace. pace.